Hey folks, thanks for tuning in. Today we're going to cover episode 16, the Sermon on the Mount, and the topic is retaliation. Now, in my experience, this is yet another commonly mistaught part of scripture, specifically regarding the whole turn the other cheek idea. Not everything in scripture is literal. Though there is literal interpretation, it's only one of the four interpretations of scripture, as taught by Greek and Hebrew scholars. Now, this is important. I'm going to give you interpretations first, and then we're going to get into today's message. So, the four interpretations, or four ways to interpret the New Testament, we use hermeneutics for the New Testament, we use Jewish or Hebrew exegesis for the Old Testament. So, the way we interpret the New Testament is either literal, moral, allegorical, which is like parables, etc., and the fourth is anagogical. Now, I'm not going to go over anagogical because it requires a lot of a lengthy explanation. I'm not going to go over that, but just understand four ways to interpret the New Testament. Now, those exact same premises are used in the Old Testament, but just different words in a different order. So it's Peshat, number one, two is Remez, three is Darash, and four is Sod. So as you can see, there's four ways to interpret the Old Testament and four ways to interpret the New Testament. So today, the whole turn your other cheek thing is not literal, and we'll explain why. So, let's hit the Bible verses first. Let's hit God's written word first, and then we'll go through some commentaries, and, uh, and then we'll kind of summarize. So, Matthew 5, 38 through 42 says, You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye, and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist the one who is evil. But if anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if someone would sue you and take your tunic, let him have your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. Give to the one who begs from you, and do not refuse, excuse me, do not refuse the one who would borrow from you. So, all of that to me seems pretty self-explanatory, but the one I see hung up on that a lot of people have questions about or they just simply don't understand it is turn the other cheek. So, let's take a look at David Guzik's commentary. It is wrong to think that Jesus means a physical attack that cannot be resisted or defended against. When Jesus speaks of a slap on your right cheek, it was culturally understood as a deep insult, not a physical attack. Jesus does not mean that if someone hits you across the right side of your head, that you should allow them to hit the left side as well. Now, this is my personal in injunction here, or injection rather. I think right now it would be fitting to articulate the difference between someone insulting you with the intent to insult you versus constructive criticism that hurts your feelings. Two completely different things. In my experience, if constructive criticism hurts anybody's feelings, it's because they're a prideful person. And the very reason they could be prideful is maybe they're insecure about themselves, right? And there's a, there's a human psychology is layered. I'm not getting into that. But the point is, all of us need to be able to take constructive criticism that's biblically based. And there's a difference between someone trying to intentionally insult us by being disrespectful and then someone offering constructive criticism that hurts our feelings because we're prideful. So what Jesus is referring to is an intentional insult. Intentional insult. Now let's see what else God's written word says about retaliation. Romans 12, 17 through 21 says, Repay no evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourself, 
yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, and I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For by doing so, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. So I think the cool thing about this, giving your enemy something they don't deserve, it's, it's not... There are parts of scripture that, have, that say at one point we were enemies of God, right? And it talks about people who do not seek to live a Christian life that they are... It's hard to summarize it because it's mentioned in so many different ways. But basically, kind of before you came to Christ, you were an enemy of God, right? But here's the, here's the thing. Even if anybody stands as an enemy to God, let's, let's consider a human person, in theory salvation is offered. Now, there's a caveat. The Father has to draw them to Jesus Christ, right? So that said that in Scripture. So assuming that happens, if someone stands as an enemy before Christ and the Father draws him to Christ, well, then he's no longer an enemy. And so that's why God gives us nourishment, let's say. That's, this ties in perfectly. So we, we don't deserve salvation. We don't deserve it, right? But it's offered to us anyway. And we're supposed to do the same thing with our enemies. It doesn't matter if they don't deserve food. It doesn't matter if they don't deserve something to drink. We are commanded to give it. So you give it. Now that doesn't mean invite criminals into your home. It doesn't mean invite people who do not bring the teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ into your home. Rather, go minister outside of your home. And that instruction is explicit in Scripture. However, give to people what they don't deserve and but not with the intent to burn coals on their head. The intent is to transform. So the coals do the transforming. When someone sees you do something they don't deserve and compassion, mercy, and grace is offered, you have a chance to transform them, which ties into the next thing we're going to talk about, which is a Catholic bishop commentary. And I thought he did an incredible job. So the following information was, like I said, taken from a Catholic bishop, bishop commentary. We must be careful not to place hyper stress on justice. Justice in itself is not a negative thing. Justice is simply to render one their due. Justice is one of the four cardinal virtues, along with prudence, fortitude, and temperance. However, if justice is not tempered by mercy, grace, or forgiveness, then it can become imbalanced. Absolute justice that isn't tempered by mercy places a sword, basically rather, places a sword in the hands of the afflicted to defend themselves. Turn the other cheek does not teach pacificity in the face of evil and it doesn't mean don't take action in the face of injustice jesus never said run away he never said give in he never said tolerate evil or injustice he also says don't hit them back jesus is saying here to stand your ground and signal back that you refuse to cooperate with the world he or she is living in you're making a stand by turning the other cheek we aren't allowing that person to strike us the same way again so that means action is taken right in his final sentence, the goal is to act as a mirror to reflect back what the person needs to see for them to recognize their own shortcoming. Now, let me stop you there. I'm not referring to a mirroring technique, or I should say he's not referring to the mirroring technique when you're like in an interview and you like all the so, like social psych, psychologists, sociologists, or like interview specialists say, oh yeah, you want to start mimicking. I'm not talking about mirroring technique, which is mimicking. Don't mimic evil. Don't repay evil for evil. What it means to act as a mirror is to... Stand your ground, but reflect back what they need to see, which is, the let's just say the four cardinal virtues, 
but mercy triumphing over judgment. Okay, so now justice is a judgment. So you have to understand that. In order for justice to happen, there has to be a judgment. So when Christ says mercy triumphs over judgment, really, truly, mercy can triumph over justice even. That's kind of what he's getting at. Now, I'm not saying allow injustice by any means, but if you're going to cut God in half, if there's two parts of him, let's say hypothetically, you've got justice and mercy. And I would say that the per that Jesus Christ, which is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit in flesh, Colossians 2.9, I would say that he is the perfect balance. The God I serve is the perfect balance between mercy and justice. So it's very important to demonstrate the person, demonstrate what the person in front of you needs to see when they insult you. Because if you insult them back, you're only going to add fuel to the fire. And that isn't going to solve anything. It sure as heck isn't going to bring people to Christ. And it sure as heck isn't going to add jewels in your crown, let's say, hypothetically. So here's my personal opinion on the matter after going through the scholarly material. And this is because I look for trends through my studies. So, and I, I'm, I always tell you the difference between my opinion and where other scholarly information is coming from. So here's my opinion. I think in the teaching, turn the other cheek, Jesus is advocating for courage, for boldness, for perseverance, for fortitude, but also temperance. So it goes back to what meek truly means by Greek definition, because the Bible, the New Testament was written in Greek. And if you heard this, the Meek Prouse podcast already, you'll understand what I'm saying. But if you haven't, please revisit it. So the New Testament is in Greek. Old Testament is Hebrew primarily. That's the, the way that they're studied in their original texts. So meek isn't meek. Meek is Prouse. And so when I see this turn the other cheek, what comes to mind for me personally is Prouse. Because Prouse is pretty much exactly what Jesus is advocating here. Prouse is courage, it's boldness, it's dignity, but it's also perseverance, right? So you're kind of, you're dealing with struggles in some sense, right? It's to tough out the suffering. That's what perseverance is. It's kind of like tough out suffering and injury. But you've also got fortitude to make it through there. But you've got courage if it's needed, because it does take courage to not repay evil with evil. It takes the high road. That takes courage. But it also takes boldness of character. And we have to temper our capacity for resentment in order to repay good from evil done to us. So when someone insults us, it takes temperance and all those things to pay back good or to just take the high road and to not say anything. So I'm not saying don't defend yourself, but maybe ask a question, was that necessary? You have to feel out the situation, right? Was it necessary? That you know, It depends the context, it depends on the situation, if they're coworkers, if it's family, if it's friends, there's a million different factors. So you have to, I can't give you the answer to navigate all those waters, but I personally, unless it was my boss in a public setting, I'm probably gonna ask a thought provoking question. I think questions are highly effective to drive points home. So I think what Jesus is kind of saying is still be human, still be angry. It's fine. Remember, it's not a sin to be angry. It's, it's okay to hate injustice. It's okay to hate sin. It's okay to hate mistreatment, but be merciful when someone insults you because insulting them back will not make the situation any better by adding fuel to the fire, as we mentioned before. So take the high road, but don't let them strike you on that cheek the same way again. So there's action taken for a better future. Right? So there's progress made. You're also demonstrating to them what they need to see. You're trying to influence them. You're trying to set the proper example. You are honoring and glorifying God because you're following instruction in Scripture. So it's a win-win if you do that right now. It's hard. 
and it, you have to have a thick skin. And you can't let people's opinions of you affect your own standing, let's say, which is difficult because there's a balance there. Sometimes we need feedback from people, but sometimes people are just insulting us. So again, navigate those waters as you see fit. Try to be objective. Try to be fair. Try to be realistic about it and be honest with yourself. Like, man, is there something about me that needs repentance? Is there something? Am I getting social feedback? Is there a part of me that needs to go? Anyways, that's all we got for today. I hope everyone has a great day. Fight the good fight. God bless.